Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Russell Wortham Show. My name is Russell Wortham, coming to you live from my super secret bat cave. And yes, folks, we are back and back in the middle of greatness. Right, so... Got some thoughts uh, today. Uh, it's been a it's been a week. It's it's been a crazy week uh, last week and and uh, on into uh, today. Uh, as always, we come to you commercial free, so we're just going to jump right in. So I've got not enough. To, to officially say, yay, I'm back to doing a full sports and wrestling show. But I'm going to at least uh, give you some semblance of sports uh, today. Now, if you are brand new to this show, or if you're brand spanking new and, and this is the first time you've heard me on my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Every week I post one of three flags. One is a green flag. That's a full show, sports, wrestling. It's, yeah, it's great. The checkered flag is just for wrestling only. And (laughs) it's been like that for quite a while now. With no sports being on uh at least live sports being on the unlikely event that I can't do a show a week it's going to be a red flag I really 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 doubt that that will ever happen but that's pretty much how you will know what kind of a show uh we're doing so uh before we begin with uh, some of the things that's going on with sports and with WWE and all that, I just wanted to share some thoughts about this whole quarantine uh, that most of us have had to go through for a while now. And for those of you who are living outside of the United States, I've got um, some people, some protesters, mostly up in the upper Midwestern part of our country, uh, over in Michigan, Michigan is the one that looks like a, like a mitt or a glove uh, surrounded by the Great Lakes. And we've had these people there protesting because they feel like the stay-at-home orders are too oppressive, they've gone too far, and... I got to be honest with you, I was raring to go with the show. I was going to come on all sorts of fire and vinegar, if you will, say, oh my gosh, you know, and whatever. But I watched a a show the other night. Uh, Now, for, for those of you who would like to know a little bit about me. I love cartoons. I love anime. It's, yeah, it's it's just, it's great. One of these shows I just finished watching is a show called Fruits Basket. It's, it's a super cute show. Um, but what happened was towards the end, one of the characters turned into a cat monster hybrid and the 
girl that had a crush on him was hugging his leg, kind of like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm I'm okay. Yes, I'm scared. But I'm not going to go anywhere. And we can face this together. And that got me to think, oh, okay, yeah. Now, my working theory, and I could be wrong, I could be dead wrong, but my working theory is this. That some of you that are protesting are like me. I'm scared. I'm scared. I am scared that we're not going to get back to normal. I'm scared that we're not going to get back to being around each other. I'm scared for the world for any number of reasons. And you can do one of two things with that being scared. One is you can be angry. And there is nothing wrong with being angry. Hey, I've I've been angry too the last little while. Or the second option is to say, yes, I'm scared. But I can lean on your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your whatever, your, your, your wives, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your husbands, whatever. And we can all get through this together. Now, I know that sounds simple. And it's like, well, you don't get it, Russell. You don't get it because you're not in our shoes. We've lost our jobs. We're being furloughed, and we don't know when our next paycheck is coming. And you're right. I don't really know everybody's exact uh, situation. But I do know this, okay? I've been out of work myself for, well, almost two years. It'll be two years in July. And so, yeah, I know, I know how hard it is to suddenly be at home and to just not know what to do with yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I, I completely understand. So I guess what my point is this. We can all be angry or we can all say, you know what? Let's face this together. I came across a very cool cartoon, meme, whatever you want to call it. And um, I'll, I'll describe it and I'll, I'll, I'll read what it says. So it's, it's two people. Um, one person is kind of crouched into a ball. The other is uh, sitting next to him. Um, first, uh, first guy on that's uh, uh, sitting uh, next to their friend said, "What's wrong? I don't know. How can I help? I don't know. Okay, I made you a nest. Do you want to come? Okay. <laughs> Does that help? <clears throat> uh, yes. Are you ever coming out? No." Okay, hang on. And their friend came in to the nest with them to say, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I apologize for getting emotional. But I think that's where we are right now. We need to all come together and say, we can face our monsters together we can we can help each other out yes i know there's anger in the world and i'm so sorry and i'm being very genuine i am so sorry that there's hardship and i wish i could take that all away i really do and again my working theory is that this anger 
is brought on by being scared. I could be wrong. I could be I could be a hundred percent wrong. And that's okay if I'm wrong. But you know what I've learned in my life in my forty one plus years of life two things. One, it's okay not to be okay. You have a right not to be okay. And that is something that is big. Just admit, hey, I'm not doing okay. And the second thing is that it's okay to be scared. Because that's just that's just human. That's just being a human. But it's what we do with that fear that shows what we're made of. Because we can we can say we're we're afraid, we're this, we're that, and then again we can either lash out, be angry, or we can band together, get underneath the the nest. And help each other out. Help each other face our our monsters together. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I want to take the second path. I want to be that person that says, you know what? There's enough anger in the world. I understand why people are angry. And I'm 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 upset too. <laughs> I've said for about a month now. As simple as I can make it. I just want to go home. <laughs> okay. I, I love my bat cave. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. It's cozy. It's got everything I need. But I want to go home. And I'm not trying to scold anybody. I am not here to try to... Uh, forcing by doing anything I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life or whatever but I am going to say this I understand that there are people that believe that their rights are being trampled on I get that I do I'm the world's biggest proponent of personal freedom. But I also believe that following the rules can and will save lives. You know, our, our friends, our loved ones, our neighbors are all counting on us to keep them safe. See, that's the thing. If you want to keep yourself, keep your friends, your family safe. It's it's hard. And I am so sorry. Again, I cannot tell you how sorry I am that you've, some of you have lost your jobs. And I wish I could give those jobs back to you. But... We need to get get into each other's nests and say it's okay to not be okay. (laughs) You know, it's okay to not be okay. It's scary. It's scary as all get out. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But if we all do what we're asked to do, because... If you're out and you're angry and you're like, I no, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to social distance. I'm not going to follow the rules. I'm not going to do any of that. Well, first of all, again, I am not trying to scold anybody. Okay? Don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. I'm simply saying for you, for your family, for your friends, for your neighbors, 
if you ever want to truly be out from under this quarantine, you have to make some sacrifices. Yes, it is unfortunate that you are being in your homes, but in all these stay-at-home orders, nowhere, nowhere, to my knowledge, does it say that you can't go outside, it doesn't say you can't go exercising, it doesn't say that you can't go to the store if you need food, water, supplies, that sort of thing. You can do all those things. You can still live your life, but we have to be socially distanced. And and that's just that's just that. Now I understand the idea of well, what about jobs because we're losing jobs here in the United States of America we have lost 20 million jobs think about that that is a staggering number 20 million Americans have lost their life or uh, their livelihoods I should say not not their lives their livelihoods there we go and that's very scary and oh my gosh i i don't know what to say i wish that the furloughs and the letting goes didn't happen and i hope if you are a major corporation fill in the blank I hope that you rehire these people or that you pay their salaries throughout this. It's just good business sense. It's just being a good neighbor. Now, I don't know about other countries. We are getting... Stimulus checks here in the United States. And there's there's been a delay for, for any number of reasons. But the point that I'm trying to make is this. I understand personal freedom. I understand this feeling of hopelessness and all that. But, again, nowhere... Nowhere in these stay-at-home orders does it say you have to stay indoors 24-7. Okay? You can go outside. You can exercise. You can take a, a walk. You can, you, can, you can run. You can go to a store and pick up some food. They will, they will bring food to you. Okay? You can go to... A, a restaurant again they will bring food to you okay that is that is incredible that's just incredible that's where we are in this technologically advanced uh, age of ours so i understand that it's scary and i understand that it's frustrating hey again i've said this several times i just want to go home but until this starts to decrease, until this starts looking like we've got this under control, we need to do what we're asked to do for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your neighbors. It's just being a good human being. I know personal freedom is a big thing. I know that. We need to help each other out. You know, when I when I sign off every single week with, just like the Beatles saying all those many years ago, love is all you need, that's not just some stupid tagline. Okay, that's not a throwaway line. I legitimately believe that. 
So we need to help each other out and we need to say, okay, we're experiencing some heartache. We're experiencing some social pangs, but we can and will get through this. It's the angriest people who don't want us to get over this. And I know that sounds harsh. But there are people that will prey on your anger and your fear and your frustration. And they will keep pushing that button until it's broke. Don't let them push your buttons. You need to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to choose to be angry. I'm going to choose to make the most of this. And yes, I understand rent, mortgage, bills, all those things need to be paid. And I hope that your... Uh, businesses that you work for pay you. But um, all I can say is please, okay, do this for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your loved ones. Stay indoors. You can go outside. You can live a life. You just have to be smart about things. You just have to think Oh, well, maybe I'm not doing this for myself, but I'm doing this for somebody else. I'm doing this for my best friend. I'm doing this for my parents. I'm doing this for my siblings. Fill in the blank. All right? So stay strong. Stay safe. We'll get through this situation together. We really will. I promise you. There, there's there's not a whole lot of guarantees in life, but I can guarantee you we can and will get through this. Alright, enough about that. So, let's delve into the uh, week that was uh, with sports and with WWE. So, uh, first of all, if you haven't watched the documentary, the docu-series, if you will, of the Chicago Bulls during the 1997-1998 season, their last championship, uh, called The Last Dance. You need to watch it. <laughs> you need to watch it. It is fabulous. It is fantastic. It's it, it it pulls you in. It literally pulls you in. And and I remember watching uh, because they showed the first two episodes on Sunday, and so I I saw the episodes, both episodes, and the second episode. I'm I'm not even kidding. I checked the time on it, and there was only like 20 minutes left. It just flew by, and I'm like, ah, ah, because it's just that good, and it's going to make you want to have more. It's just brilliant marketing. But uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, BJ Armstrong, Steve Kerr, and and the rest, I mean, they share their insights and they really share what it was like for each one of them to go through that last season together. Uh, it's just, it's a great docuseries. I, I can't say anything more uh, about that than just please go watch it. Watch the first two episodes it's it's just amazing. The other thing that uh, I've been watching uh, sports-wise this week, and especially over the weekend, was the Stay and Play uh, Cup sponsored by EA. Essentially, it was 
soccer players, what we call soccer players, footballers uh, from around the world uh, coming together to play FIFA 20 uh, and it was a tournament. It was just, it was, it was brilliant. It was, you know, I was watching, you know, I was watching it and uh, they had, you know, announcers and the the whole bit, it was, it was great. Oh my gosh. It was, it was, it was high drama. It really was. Uh, and if you were rooting for one player or another, I mean, you, you just lived through each kick and there were some times where I thought, oh my gosh, well, this guy's not going to win. And then 30 seconds later, <laughs> there's an equalizing goal. And it's like, oh my gosh, yay, you know? And so it's it's amazing. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Just uh, search for stay and play uh, FIFA and yeah I'm sure you can watch the entire tournament it was it was brilliant loved it loved it it was it was great uh, also coming up is uh, the NFL draft this upcoming weekend uh, that will be interesting because it will be a virtual draft. Much like the WNBA draft where you had everybody, you know, in different locations uh, through Zoom, through some of these other uh, video conferencing methods, putting in their picks and 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 the whole bit it was it was fun it was really it was really a, you know an amazing event so i'm sure that's pretty much how the draft is going to be and it's not going to be loud and raucous like uh, it's been in the past but we can all still watch it we can still be like oh my gosh this is so cool and cheer for our teams and so it's going to be fine it's it's going to be different but it's going to be fine the other thing that I was going to mention with sports uh, this week is so last night I was watching ESPN and you know on the bottom of the screen you have the the crawler you have the the scores and all that and it said that no they didn't name the scientist but a medical type over in Japan said we don't really know if we can pull off the Olympics with fans next year that is that just shook me. I'm like, what? You're not going to maybe do the Olympics with fans? What? Okay. It's weird. But hopefully, hopefully, we can get to the point where we can get back to that. We've got like a whole nother year and change to get through this and I'm not suggesting going back to the beginning I am not suggesting that uh, we're going to be under some sort of stay at home quarantine rules for the next year but I don't know we'll, we'll we, we've got a year to figure all this out so Let's let's just try to keep things in perspective. So, uh, anyway. Uh, so, I, I thought that was interesting. So, again, if you want something to do, if you want something, something to watch, I cannot strongly enough commend to you The Last Dance 
it's it's incredible. I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was insightful. It pulls you in. Even if you're not a fan of the Bulls. And I don't know who on the planet is not a fan of Michael Jordan. But if you're not even a fan of Michael Jordan. Just from a human perspective. Okay. Just from a human perspective. You can take lessons from it of loyalty, honesty, trust, teamwork, all that. So there is that. Right. So uh, now we're going to come to our WWE section of the show. And so with that, we've got Money in the Bank coming up in a couple weeks from uh, this upcoming Sunday. It's going to be very, very unique because for the first time ever, you're not just climbing a ladder. No, 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 no. You're climbing the corporate ladder. Huh? So... What they're doing is they're taking everybody going to Stamford, Connecticut, where WWE is headquartered, and have them battle their way up 10 floors to the very, very tippy top of Titan Towers uh, to grab the briefcase. It's... Uh, I mean, it sounds like a really cool concept, to be honest with you, you know. Uh, So, we're dealing with qualifying matches and and all of that. But, with the sublime, unfortunately, comes the bitter sweet. And that is that last Wednesday, six days ago, is what a lot of fans have dubbed... Black Wednesday. Uh, I remember uh, right around this time last Wednesday just looking down on my phone and hearing oh, there, there are people that are being released from WWE. Now, if you don't know how WWE operates, they have Basically, a once-a-year cleaning out of their their talent. Uh, it usually happens after WrestleMania, and usually it's like five to seven names. And it and it's I'm not saying <clears throat> names that 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 aren't important because there there are all important wrestlers, but. It's five or seven names. You just kind of like, okay, yeah, I can understand, whatever. This year, and <laughs> I, I hope they don't mind my mentioning, but uh, I was watching the live stream from Cultaholic uh, from Across the Pond, uh, in particular, Adam Bichidi. Uh, who is basically the the head of Cultaholic, and he was staying on air for, I don't know, it was, gosh, seven, eight hours straight, or darn near straight, and he just kept saying names, just kept... Refreshing and says, "Oh, this person's really so. This person's really so." It was just all in all between the wrestlers, the producers. Now the producers minus one name we'll we'll mention here in a minute uh, have just been furloughed, so temporarily they are out of a job. But the wrestlers and the one producer that have been let go. These are some big names, big, 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 big names that have been around for many, many years in WWE. Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, 
EC3, Heath Slater. <laughs> this next one was just mind-blowing because I'm like, oh my gosh. I, you, you would have thought that he would have had this insane monster push and it just never happened for some odd reason. But is Rusev. So Rusev uh, was let go. I don't understand why that was the case. Uh, Sarah Logan. Now, Sarah Logan is a very interesting case because she got squashed by Shayna Baszler last week in their Money in the Bank qualifying match. And then Sarah Logan was re-mentioned last night on Raw. And I was like, okay, uh, all right. And Sarah Logan is married to one of the Viking Raiders. I apologize off the top of my head. I can't remember who she's married to. But she's married to one of the Viking Raiders. And so there are people, according to various reports, that are saying, yeah, we want this to happen. We want Sarah Logan to come back. So, will they bring Sarah Logan back? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, this last name, and, and again, there were other names, and I, I apologize. Uh, I, I don't have those names right in front of me. Um, this, uh, this next one just Oh, this this next one just broke my heart. It literally broke my heart. And that was Drake Maverick. Uh, many of you who watched him in TNA Impact uh, know him as Rockstar Spud. And... Uh, great guy. Never met him, but seems like a, a great guy, a great, uh, great person. Heck of a wrestler, and and heck of a personality. My goodness, <laughs> he he is he's brilliant. As far as the twenty four seven title is concerned, brilliant work that he did, that Drake Maverick did, uh, as is this past year. I mean, it, it's just brilliant what he did with that title, elevating it to new levels. But uh, he was let go. And Drake Maverick, and I cannot do this justice, so I, I apologize. I'm not, I'm not going to try. But his message that he posted uh, on his social media accounts thanking the fans and pretty much saying, hey, I'm willing to give this my all because I'm still in the interim Cruiserweight Championship Tournament in NXT. But essentially, I've got three more matches to go with WWE and then I'm done. Um, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. Oh my gosh. If you guys want to watch it, I'm sure you can find it on Drake Maverick's Instagram page. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. It's heartbreaking. Just I'm just giving you guys fair warning. It is heartbreaking to hear Drake Maverick say just what he was feeling and it how could you not feel sorry for this guy bad for the guy I mean oh my gosh now I am not here to cast dispersions I am not here to place blame on anybody okay because it's nobody's fault that this happened this virus just happened for some odd reason it just happened. It's not anybody's fault. Let's stop blaming each other. 
okay? But thing is, uh, when, um, <clears throat> when this whole thing went down, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders thinking, oh, okay, well, this is just like SARS or, or MERS or whatever. And I didn't really take much, much stock in it. I didn't. And then it started getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's like, oh, okay. Yep. That's the thing. And I just hope that everybody understands that this is a thing. This is a legitimate thing. It's not a government. This is not a governmental thing. This is not a. This is not a governmental thing. This is not a. You know, in our country, uh, uh, you know, we've got Republicans. You know, on on you know the, the conservative far conservative. You know, uh, you know, graph Democrats on on the liberal side. It's not. It's not an ideological split. Nobody's. Nobody should be blaming anybody. Okay. But I will say this. Okay. So with all that said, with all that caveat up front, I will say this. WWE. You are a multi multi million dollar company you almost take in a billion dollars a year okay almost a billion dollars a year and i'm not saying oh you should pay this person x or this person y i'm not that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you are a multi million dollar company And yet you're basically saying, oh, whatever, we're just going to let these people go because we want to save money. Now, again, I don't know what their bills are like. I don't know what their expenses are like. I don't know about any of that. But WWE, you take in a billion dollars a year. You're telling me you can't keep 30 people? Now, there have been other people, I will add my voice to this too, saying this is proof that WWE should not be hoarding talent for the sake of hoarding talent. They are so afraid of losing top talent to... New Japan, to Impact, to Ring of Honor, to All Elite Wrestling, AAA down in Mexico, CMLL down in Mexico, um, Progress across the pond over in the UK. They are so worried about losing out on this talent, and I get that. I do. But when you have... People sitting around for months, if not years, and you have nothing for them. You need to do the right thing. And you need to say, I'm sorry, we don't have anything for you. And we don't think we will have anything for you. We're sorry that... You feel like you've wasted some time here. But we're going to have to just let you go. Now, again, I'm not trying to tell WWE what to do. But, my gosh. You have so many employees. If you gave each one of your employees. If you gave every one of your employees. Even a hundred grand a year. I mean, my gosh. That's life-changing money. That is life-changing money. And again, I am not trying to 
incite some sort of class warfare. I am not here to be angry at WWE because they are a business, but I'm thinking pay your employees, okay? Uh, I just thought of another name that, that's been big over the last month or so, and that is the uh, head writer for the Mandy, Rose, and Otis storyline. Okay, the person that came up with that storyline, and they're gone. Best storyline of year. I'm going to just come around and say this, you know, the back half of the year, usually around Christmas time, I do what's called the Bestie Awards. It's what I believe are the best uh, athletes, best storylines, best matches, best games, whatever of the year. I'm just going to call it right now. And I'm going to hold this. I'm going to hold this award for this storyline for for the rest of the year. It could be dwarfed by another one, but for right now, your 2020, your 2020 Bessie Award for Best Storyline in Wrestling, Mandy and Otis. Just that simple. <laughs> it's just that simple. So... That is the earliest that I've given out a Bestie Award. And I am not rescinding that Bestie Award. That's, that is their award. But, like I said, WWE, you are a multi-million dollar company. Hundreds of millions of dollars that you have. Hundreds of millions you could maybe not end poverty, but you could put a major dent in poverty with that money. Jeff Bezos, richest man on the planet, has more money than... I mean, has more money than, than I can you know, even count. He could, if not in poverty, certainly put a dent in poverty. Again, I am not trying to call for any type of class warfare. Please do not misunderstand. I'm just saying that companies like Amazon, like WWE, that make millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars a year, they need to... They need to help fight poverty. I know a few other companies that have billions, not just not just millions, billions of dollars that could and should be used for alleviating the suffering of the poor and the afflicted. They won't do it. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why. So, <laughs> I I apologize if sounds like I've been on my soapbox this whole show, but it's just some thoughts that I've had this week. Of we need to help each other out. We need to. Say, it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to feel scared. It's what we do with being scared is what what matters. We can either say we're angry and we're going to riot and it's just going to get worse. Or we say we're scared, we're upset, we're angry, but we're going to band together. And we're going to help each other out. And we will get through this. We will get through this. I promise you. There's not a lot of guarantees in life. But I can promise you. If we all do what we've been asked to do. Stay home as much as possible. Doesn't mean you have to stay in your homes 24-7. 
You have to get out. You have to, you know, in fact, after this um, broadcast here in in about uh, 10 minutes or so, I'm going to try, <laughs> try to go outside for, for a few myself. You have to get outside. Go take a run. Go get some ice cream at a drive-thru. Go get a burger somewhere. Pick up a pizza somewhere. We can we can still live our lives, but it's going to be different from now on. But the sooner that we can all do that, wash our hands. 20 seconds. I keep telling you this. Wash your hands every time. 20 seconds. You can find Google 20 second songs. Okay, Google 20 second songs. It will pull up every song known man that you can hum, sing, whatever, that once you get to that end, you're like, oh, okay, yep, I'm good. It's it's stuff, it's basic stuff that we can do. Alright. Right. Um so that is this week's show. Thank you. And I'm I'm being serious. Thank you for everybody who's listened to this program. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for helping each other out. If you want to know where to find my show, the absolute simplest I can do the absolute simplest I can do for you is say Google the Russell Wortham show. I will spell it out for you R U S S E L L W O R T H A M the Russell Wortham show. Put it in your Google machine. It's it's gonna pop up every episode that I've done. You can listen to any of them. Uh, you can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on uh, any number of places that you can find podcasts. So if you like what you hear, okay, come back in next week. I promise, I hope we will have fun. Okay, this this was a bit of a heavy show, um, but... I hope next week we'll we'll have some we'll have some fun because that's what I wanted to do with the show is just to have some fun with the show and to be entertaining but to be informative as well, you know. So anyway, uh, that is the show. Like I said, I'm going to pop off uh, for a few, but uh, until next time, this is Russell Wortham coming to you live. From my super secret Batcave. And like I said earlier in the show. I'm going to end how I always end. Just like the Beatles saying. All those many years ago. Love is all you need. I will see you guys next week. <laughs>